I don't know how to read. <laughs> we got to read? I did not sign up for uh, reading. I'll just read the Wikipedia page on Norse mythology. Nice. Oh, but I don't even know what we're talking about. I was I, I came into this wondering what we're going to be able to speak about. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> I thought we were... Ba- I kept on thinking about, like, we were basically done by the end of the last episode, right? Uh, we had a lot. Welcome to Dorky and Desperate, your place for all things fantasy and sci-fi. I am your host, Jason, along with my co-host, Travis. I am Optimus Prime. Dang, I don't have that voice mod anymore. <laughs> yeah, you don't have that voice anymore. <laughs> and joining us today, making his uh, magnificent return Tertiary from the cave return of allegories, is the Fourth? Omen. Hello. That's my lightning that's effect That's like quadrilingual. You. you know, because the lightning's coming oh, yeah. out because that's how epic... The Omen is. I can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Omen has graciously come back to uh, finish his cliffhanger series of the God of War. By this point in time, God of War 5 has just been released. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are now playing it. I have not played it yet. I'm a God of War 5 virgin right now. Uh, I'm saving myself for the game. Uh, I'm not losing my virginity to YouTube videos mm. at this point. Y- funny story about all that yes you know how uh i said i don't have god of war yes well i went to my parents place and i talked because they they started my dad technically started me playing the games um even though he didn't really play them that much um but they he really liked playing spyro and i convinced them to get a playstation three or four i think hopefully a four four uh whatever one had this the remastered spyro games on there because mm-hmm. i thought they would enjoy it mm-hmm. yeah turns out they didn't but I had PlayStation Plus on there. And guess what was on PlayStation Plus as a free game at some point? God of War. Uh-huh, now oh. I don't got to play it. I can delete it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even going to play it? I probably will. I probably will. You should play point. it. You should I'm trying play. To it's go, a great game. Every time I go on that to play a game, I'm going through the American Far Cry. And it's basically at that point, point I'm at right now is getting enough money to buy everything before I finish the game. Oh, <laughs> so, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Omen, what are we covering today? God of War. Yes. Um, But so to kind of recap from the last episode, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking a lot about the events related to God of right. War and what mm-hmm. like happened in there yeah. and how they were starting to make the writers at least were making adjustments to the original Norse mythology mm-hmm. to fit their story. Right. Um, because Loki was such a key factor in a lot of Norse mythology, but in this one, he's absent right. from a lot of the stories. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So in the last um, episode, again, we talked about a lot about Greek mythology. So now we're moving all the way over into Norse mythology. Yeah. Um, so a lot more uh, Norse stuff. Uh, if you're ready for that audience, um, there are a couple of key themes that um, are recurrent in this game, and some even that are, well, really, really all of them, actually, that are recurrent in all of the series. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is probably Patricide. And Who doesn't then, love a good Patricide? Right? Who I doesn't right? love that? Um, and then Fate, so things you cannot change. Um, and then Broken Relationships. So, mm, yeah. Mm. Broken relationships. I feel that every day. 
Dang. I feel very... I see two of my broken relationships right here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, so Loki, as, as we said, is the, kind of the character that um, muddies some of those relationships, yes. um, makes them really weird and awkward, but then also he's a catalyst for change in a lot of cases. Um, so we're going to talk about how that comes about in this story. So versus, he's a heckler. Oh, yeah, basically. He's <laughs> like a, a quiet Karen. You, Am I Loki? Yeah, you are Loki. <laughs> Loki, you've got through some hard times. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the I villain? <laughs> hey guys, are, are we the bad guys? <laughs> Am I <Correct>. the patty? <laughs> but yeah. Sorry, patricide. Patricide. Um, yeah, so there's a couple of different places where patricide comes up in the God of War story and in Norse mythology. Um, a, of course, we've already seen Kratos with his papa. Um, ah, dear papa. Right, yes. dear papa. Um, dear papa Zeus. Yes. Then we saw it with Zeus and his papa. Um, I'm trying to remember the order of, of the gods in Greek. So it's um, Kratos kills Zeus, but Zeus has already killed... Um, I think it's... Is it Kronos that's Zeus's dad? Uh, somebody else. So then, But also yeah. Zeus's... Or Kratos' granddad killed his papa. So it's just like four generations... Of killing the person that birthed you. Ooh, right. that makes me wonder about God of War Five. Then mm, that is that is a good question. Yeah, I mean, Kratos has to die at some point, right? Uh, like, maybe. are they are they actually reverse it? Are they, or they're like, either way, they're like, this is the last one we want to do. We're out. Mm. We're out of this. Like the Smash Bros. creator, even though he's going to come back for another one. People think, and that's stupid because he said he was out for good. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, that's the, I'm thinking of an outside story perspective of why it's going to be the last one. Mm. Uh, I don't Lame. actually know if it is. Maybe it I've could be the last one, and then they'll have another one, but that one's just called Loki. Oh my Ooh. god, that'd be cool. God, god of, of mischief. mischief. Ooh, where we don't fight at all, but we create illusions of ourselves. <laughs> he, he has an illusion of his father's sword, and <laughs> yeah. he's just looking at it to start the game, and it disappears, and he starts doing stuff. Mm. That's yeah, the kind of... There, there we go. go. All right, writers, cool. note that down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pay me money. I need money. If you want to give me money, give me money at patreon.com forward slash, um, and we will accept it. But with, uh, with Kratos, of course, he's coming into the game. Right. This mm-hmm. God of War 4. Um, kind of ish, sort of. Um, and he, like, again, knows this history of sons killing their fathers, um, or killing their mothers, because he also had to kill his mom. Um, like, he's just surrounded by, or been surrounded by death after death after death. He also killed, like, one of his only friends. Um, so it's just a lot of, a lot of death and stuff. If Cradle was alive today, he'd be in jail. He'd be in jail. A little bit. On a scale no, of he wouldn't be in jail because he would be just killing everyone trying to arrest him. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's pretty bad. Um, but Kratos comes in um, with Atreus. So Kratos, naturally, wants to stop this cycle that's been happening in his family. It's funny because, at least with Kratos, uh, he's been around a long time, and the cycle has only been with him. Um, but it's also, of course, been with like his parents, but he's just, he's killed a lot of people. Yeah. Um, uh, anger management. Yeah, yes. maybe. Um, but with him, he comes in and he says to himself, I don't want Atreus to be like me. So mm-hmm. as we talked about in the previous episode, 
um, he basically neglects his kid just to avoid his kid turning out like him. Um, right. You know, angry, uh, rebellious, and yada, yada, yada. But that does kind of still end up happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so he still does have a streak where he is angry and rebellious and uh, insubordinate um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <laughs> he even makes a speech uh, about that. And he uses the word insubordinate, which I think is pretty funny. Yeah, and children's. Children's. <laughs> insubordinate and children's. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, and there's a couple of other relationships as well that sort of mirror, um, both Kratos' past and his potential future, um, with his relationship with the son. Um, so there is, of course, um, what's his name? Thor and uh, his sons. Yeah. Um, Magnus and Modi, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Magnus and Modi. Um, there is Odin and his son Thor. Although I think they're I think they're pretty buddy buddy. Like I don't think there's too much conflict between them two. Odin and, and Thor? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Right. No. It's different from than what like little I've seen. The Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah. Like Norse mythology is very different than the Marvel yeah. movies. Spoiler. Odin comes in as people described him as like a mafia don into mm. It, that, that's how he enters essentially with uh, really. with like Thor being like lieutenant essentially yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool so yeah, yeah. I, I like that I like mm-hmm. that it's very different from like this fun friendly Marvel yeah. kind of thing yeah. hey oh daddy oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then also the last one is um, Frey Freya sorry and Balder mm-hmm. um, of course Balder is the one of the main antagonists in the first game um, and then Freya turns out to be kind of a, a thing that set that antagonist into motion. Yeah. Um, so the game shows all these relationships just kind of to combat sort of the idea for Kratos that he's like, all right, yeah, so keeping the truth, trying to control mm-hmm. my son and so, sort of fate, which again we'll talk about, um, is what's going to keep us safe and keep my son safe um, and away from that godhood that I despise but I took on in order to end that godhood. Yeah, um, I think we talked about this last time too about like how that was killing his son, and uh, he eventually had to like reveal the truth. Yes, to him, it was killing him because of reasons. And then, right. um, <laughs> I think they did it. It's funny because in the game, the way they explained it, I was just like, "Yeah, that makes sense." But uh, how would you say it out loud? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this doesn't make yeah. sense. So he th- he thinks he is human, and there's nothing technically wrong with him. But because he thinks he is what he isn't, his body wants him to be what he is. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> the yeah, power yeah, yeah. of imagination. imagination. <laughs> right, yeah. And so uh, he, uh, Kratos shares that. Uh, what's the what's boy's actual name? Atreus. Atreus, that's right. Yep. Uh, Loki. I just watched like the seven-minute compilation mm-hmm. of just... Boy, yeah. oh, boy, <laughs> run, boy! Yeah. Uh, and Father, yeah. help! <laughs> We're relevant. Yeah, and TikTok. Uh, we see uh, Atreus become this like very arrogant kid once he realizes his godhood mm-hmm. and that now he thinks he's special and that everybody else is beneath him, and then that kind of becomes like a main conflict for him. Between him and Kratos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think one of the things that we have to talk about uh, sort of before 
talking about Loki is one of the bigger relationships in God of War 4, which is with Freya and Balder. Yes. Um, so just to recap, because I think we talked about this last time. Yeah, with, I think we did, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Freya... So in Norse mythology, and I, I don't know if they say this directly in the game, but in Norse mythology, um, Freya... Or Balder tells Freya a dream that he had of his death. So then Freya goes like, well, I can't let that happen. Um, so she requests an oath from all things, saying mm -hmm. like, hey, promise you won't hurt my son. I'm like all things. So viruses, rocks, uh, air, age. That anything. piano over there. Piano over there, guitar. That laptop. The loops, your cell phone. That anything. fourth person standing right there that we all could see, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> um, but all things. They're like, you cannot harm my son. Promise? Shake? And then everything says, all right, shake, bet. Yeah. Um, except for the youthful mistletoe, right? Who's so sweet and innocent. Sweet and innocent. That they don't even himself. ask it. They're yeah. like, yeah, you're, you're not going to do All anything. things except you. Yeah, uh -huh. piece of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> that's what mistletoe Maybe that's why mistletoe. It's revenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, you didn't ask me. <laughs> I want to be a part of this. Yeah. Look at how powerful I am, guys. I just go. Oh. Oh. I can't be a part of it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll talk about two things. One, how um, Baldur's vulnerability comes about in Norse mythology, and then how it comes about in God of War. Mm -hmm. So in Norse mythology, um, Baldur has, or Freya has another child. His name is, uh, let me see what I wrote it down. His, I think his name was like Hoth or something like some that. Something like it, Hoth. Yeah. Oh, um, good. Some like it hoth like a tauntaun stomach. Uh, but, I mean, his, his name isn't super important. But... Is um, his name Boy? His name isn't Boy. Uh, boy. Not, not quite. Uh, it is Hoth. Nice. Yes. Um, so, Loki actually comes to Hoth, right? Yeah. For, for whatever reason, everybody the is... the planet in Star Wars. Yes, right. So, um, Balder just recently became immortal and, like... Uh, not susceptible to any type of damage, right. right? So all the gods gather around. They're like, yo, let's test that. So they just start beating him up, basically. Um, and Good Loki, times all around. Right. So they're just like, they're just, they're just beating him up. He's not feeling it. He's like, haha, doesn't hurt. Do it again. You know, yeah. Loki comes up to Hoth. He's like, hey, here's a, here's a mistletoe arrow. You should throw it at your brother just for, for laughs. So Hoth is like, that is a good idea. They're all they don't probably know. drunk on whatever god probably, or alcohol yeah, they have. Yeah. You know, um, and Freya's you know collecting all these these uh, oaths from all the things, and they're like, "All right, cool, yeah, let's let's try it." So Hoth throws it. Balder, di Balder dies like immediately, straight up. He just dies. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I mean, he didn't build any resistance. I just up. like everybody's laughing, having a good time, and they just see Balder drop. And he's like, kidding, the guy who's laughing just throws, literally yep. throws the arrow. He's like, oh, uh, you you okay? Are Yo, you good? <laughs> oh, crap. nice, nice trick, nice <laughs> trick, Balder. This isn't funny anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how it happens in Norse mythology. Is Loki is just like, hey, you know, it'd be funny if he was literally dead. Um, but uh, oh, Loki, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so Loki. That's just him. Um, but in the game, of course, again, Loki is a child. Mm -hmm. um, so it shows you two things, which I think is really cool the way they did it. it they were almost throwaway scenes, right? It's things where you're like, all right, that's not going to come into play later. Like, who cares? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So first. They give, um, or one of the blacksmiths, mm -hmm. um, it was Sindri and Brock. Sindri 
has mistletoe arrows. He's like, mm, they fly straighter than, I don't know, something. A straight person. Your mama's <laughs> pantyhose. Mommy's pantyhose, I guess. And then... He would not... That would be the exact opposite. What Sidri is yeah, not he's like... A, he's a clean freak, so he wouldn't yeah, say something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, he said they fly straighter than something, and they're, I don't know, easy to shoot. So then they take the arrows. Um, Freya sees these arrows. So she knows that Mistletoe hasn't signed this, these, this oath. So this she contract. says, hey, those Mistletoe arrows, evil, disgusting, churlish. Throw them in the trash. Um, so he throws them in the fire. Um, however, before this, something one scene, um, Atreus's uh, quiver had broken, mm-hmm. um, and Kratos broke one of the arrows and put the pin uh, of the arrow, uh, like the the yeah, head of the arrow, I forgot about that. yep, yeah. in between, so that he could fix Atreus's um, quiver for his bows or for his arrows. And so it's just like on his chest, so all the arrows from the quiver get thrown into the fire but he still has this piece of mistletoe on his chest right so later in the game Baldur's super mad he's like let me kill my mom he punches Atreus in the we've chest we've all been there right right, yeah, right? I mean, right? literally yeah. let me suffocate my mom with yeah. my own two love hands. you mom right. <laughs> uh, but he punches Atreus in the chest and he gets the piece of the arrow stuck in his fist right so that's how he becomes vulnerable and all that but um, the patricide bit. Uh, I think it's really cool because part of the thing that leads to the patricide is control. Mm. Um, like the parents' desire for control over either fate or their children, what have you. Yeah. Um, or both. The, the, it's like a power thing too, right? Like I get to decide your life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there. You don't get to decide yeah. your life because you don't know better than mm-hmm. me. Um, right. Tiger mom, helicopter parent kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so for Freya, she said to Balder, well, not she said, but she essentially what she did to Balder was she said, you're going to be invincible. She didn't ask him if he wanted it. She didn't say, um, let's try it. Let's do a trial run or anything like that. It's just, you're going to be invincible. There's nothing you can do about it. Or like there, there's no take backs. It's just what I want for you. I want you to live as long as you possibly can as an immortal god of being you know and that's just the way your life is going to be um foregoing the consequences of that decision you know he can't feel he can't taste he can't smell he he can see um but he can't experience most of the things like in life that we enjoy so mm, that i don't know fish tastes like fish yeah no he feels nothing nothing fish tastes like fish Chips taste like fish. Yeah. Fruit tastes like fish, kind of thing. <laughs> no, honestly, like uh, you know, in the in the mental health field, people who suffer like really bad depression and whatnot, they report feeling just numbness mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, or like if they take medication, sometimes they'll feel that way where they just feel absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. and they're like, "This is the worst." Like, they it's like the worst thing ever, mm-hmm. to not being able to feel anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, super sucks. And so what's interesting in the story is that instead of just a and Loki just being like an antagonistic force as that catalyst, um, Balder now becomes the antagonistic force because he's fueled by revenge. Mm-hmm. He's like, my mm-hmm. mom did this to me. There's nothing I can do about my situation, but I can kill my mom. Right. See, that's you got to visualize. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to visualize you gotta your plan solutions, ahead, you know? people. 
You got to strategize and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Yeah, you got to seize control of your mm. life. You know what I mean? There you go. And carpe sometimes diem. that means murdering your yeah. mom. You got to carpe Step diem. One, kill my mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's like one of the what biggest relationships. Latin for mom. Carpo, whatever. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> carpe diem, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Deez that's like the nuts. first. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the first mirror. For I'll stop. No, you're right. It's uh, it's the first mirror for Kratos, yeah. in that like for him, he's holding the truth, um, from Atreus as we've talked about with him like not telling him that he's a god, mm-hmm. um, and for uh, Freya, she even tells him she's the one that delivers this news of you can't keep this truth from your son or he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny because for her own son, it's like you can't keep him safe from all things mm-hmm. because yeah. a there's consequences for him but b there's consequences for your relationship and of course it continues that theme of patricide well it makes so much sense too because like when you first meet freya in the game it's when you're hunting this boar mm-hmm. and uh she shows up and basically chews you out for trying to kill this innocent animal mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. trying to like heal the animal because mm-hmm. she values all life mm-hmm. all yeah. life is sacred and important to her mm-hmm. so it really does fit with the character that they wrote mm-hmm. that she would want to protect her son at all yeah. costs she's very motherly own her own life yeah kind of she isn't yeah. she that's basically like she's like mother earth or something like that and she's very Norse mythology yeah kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah the second one is magnus and modi Mm-hmm. Um, with Thor. So Thor is their dad, and Magnus and Modi are the sons of Thor. Um, so with Magnus and Modi in Norse mythology, and also God of War kind of keeps the same story for the most part, but um, I believe it was Thor was fighting giants, and I, it, I didn't see an explanation for how it happened, but um, Magnus either fell on a giant or made Thor's hammer fall on a giant's head um, and killed the giant, saving Thor when he was three days old. All right, so as an infant... What did you do when you were three days right. old? <laughs> but that's the question that they ask for Modi. Yeah. So Modi is treated like hot garbage since that day because Magnus is this hero, superhuman, mega baby. Yeah. And Modi is just like, you're a hot piece of garbage. Modi's like, I pooped in my diaper. Right, exactly. <laughs> Three days old. Yeah. Um, so they're like, yeah, well, why can't you be like your brother? You know. Um, but that happens his whole life. Mm-hmm. And so in Norse mythology, he's barely mentioned, right? And because <laughs> hey, of that, right? It's just, he's a, he's still a god, but he's they're just like, like... He's like the blueprint for like a modern day school shooter almost. Yep. You know, where he gets bullied and picked on and ignored his Very whole life. Very much so. Your yeah. brother... Godlike, you trash. What trash. even are you? Yeah, you know, get out of my sight. Yeah. Um, that sucks. It or does Modi, suck. Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I identify with Modi. Modi, mm-hmm. you can come over to my house. We'll we'll play some Xbox. Or something. <laughs> um, we'll play God of War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. We'll have to. We'll play one that. through three only. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in God of War four, they fight. Right, uh, Magnus and Modi fight. Uh, Atreus and Kratos, and Magnus dies. He gets stabbed in the middle of the head with an axe, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Pretty cool-looking mm-hmm. axe. Um, but Modi then, of course, is the only one left alive, runs back to Thor. He's like, yo, they killed my brother. 
Thor says, you're a coward. This is your fault. Right? As one would say, yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so he, he even like beats his son to a pulp. It's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Sometimes being a father means being a strong figure. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And setting strong, and hard sometimes boundaries. sometimes that figure needs to break smaller figures. Correct. <laughs> uh, and so it, that also is a mirror for Kratos and his son. In that, like, Kratos, really the whole game has been telling Atreus, like, you're not strong enough, you're not ready for this journey, get behind me, and stuff like that. Uh, calling him boy. You know, yeah. really sort of distancing himself from Atreus. But the big reason for that, and he does care for his son, mm-hmm. but the big reason for that is because he doesn't even want his son to live up to his himself and his past and his history, his godhood. But he wants to keep Atreus at this human level. Mm-hmm. Like really, Kind of like Freya, right? Like mm-hmm. he wants to protect his right. son at all costs. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And sh- so really even um, Modi with Thor um, showed Kratos like this is what that looks like when you keep your son down um, and it was it was really sad to watch and then even to see um, at this point Atreus was on his hot rebellious streak Atreus stabs him in the neck oh yeah he's like yeah he's pretty he's a little punk at that point yeah mm-hmm, um, so mm-hmm. he, he's a bit out there doing the most he's a teenager who discovered he was a god yeah that's pretty a recipe for a teenager yeah um, so Atreus is like, yo, I can do what I want. Um, but that is cool. Um, well, not that necessarily. <laughs> yeah, it's but... cool when people stab up. It's right. cool <laughs> when people turn like they can't, they can do anything in the world. They uh, act like yeah. it. Um, but that is, it is cool because it, um, sort of switches their roles. Uh, but we can talk about that later. Um, the next thing I do want to talk about. Yes. Is fate. Uh, so. I just realized that there are generally, like, at the first game, I think it was, there was three fates you had to kill, right? Yep. At some point. And mm-hmm. there was always something like that, I think, in all the God of War games. There mm-hmm. was three, basically, mm. there was, like, three Valkyries, I think, at mm. one, in here, or something. I don't remember. Um, yeah. There was, all, there was always these three enemies you had to fight that were all similar, like mm. the fates mm. kind of thing. Mm. So, sorry. No, yeah. That's what I realized as we were talking, discussing yeah. what we were talking about. I, I think fate sucks. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Because it's I like... I only got I, one eye. Yeah. Why, why would I want to... No, no, that, no, no. Would... Because, like, when I'm, like, playing Warhammer 40K and I need to roll a two <laughs> or higher and I roll <laughs> three dice and I roll three ones, that sucks. I know, I right? Fate. When I play... When I definitely play XCOM, wink, and it, <laughs> it has a 99% chance to hit... Why is it always a 99% in 100 of those hits, 99 of them miss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to get that off my no, chest. No, absolutely. Um, I don't want you to hold that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. so, we can talk so about that fate. after the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fate. We can, like, we can, like, just about that. Yeah. Um, all of these characters wanted to avoid fate. Um, right. At least the ones that we've talked about so far, except for, like, Sindri and Brock. Which of the um, Smiths? Has there, just random side note yeah. here, has there ever been a story where someone saw their fate and it ended positively for them? <laughs> I've seen stories where people like misinterpreted what that fate meant. And it ended good for them. Yeah. yeah kind and of it stuff. ended good? I don't know any story where like somebody like, yeah, you're going to be king 
And then they're like, hey, I'm king. And then they get stabbed in the neck or uh, something like that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, I never see, like, There hey. was this funny video. Well, funny because it was about uh, this booth that people pressed a button and it would give out a piece of paper and it would tell you how you would die. And so the first person pressed the button that you see and it says old age. And so he walks away very happy mm-hmm. when a car smams into him. And it's an old person. Oh, at the, no. At the, yeah. And it just goes on like that, essentially. Yeah, see, I, n- I never want to know my future. Like, yeah, I'll just I don't, live it yeah, today uh-huh. and be happy with that. And there, one of them was hot girl. And he's on the beach. No. And a hot girl sits next to him. And he's deciding. For, he honestly decided. And then he starts walking away because he realizes what's going to happen. And as he's walking away, a girl on fire slams into him and kills him, essentially. Because he catches on fire. I don't know. I don't know. But but you know sometimes too like fate behaves in a way where it's like hey uh like uh with Balder and his mother, right? Freya. Mm-hmm. Hey, I had this vision of how I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh and so Freya does all this stuff to pr- stop that vision from happening. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like because he had the vision and their reaction to the vision is what actually called mm-hmm. caused the death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if he never had the vision mm-hmm. would it have played out like that mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. i see that happen a lot in these things too. yeah that's true like the reaction exacerbates like the severity yeah of the thing exactly yeah. yeah anyways or they change it somehow because I've, fate changes apparently mm-hmm. yeah like i've often wondered like hey who sent that email to that dude down on earth to mm-hmm. tell them like yeah this is your future like who decides that mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah I don't know. Some weird. Mm. Maybe it's a YouTube algorithm. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Odin, in particular, uh, is the one that deals the most, I think. Well, Odin and Freya, but them two really deal the most with fate and trying Mm. to change fate. Um, So as we, again, already talked about, um, Freya hears about Baldur's dream and goes, that's not going to happen to my baby. Um, does everything that she can to try and change that fate. Um, Right. So, but in doing that, of course, again, sparks that, re-sparks that system of uh, um, patricide that we keep seeing over and over again in the God of War series. Mm -hmm. Um, With Odin, in particular, um, he sees a vision of Ragnarok, and that's what he tries to change. Um... But in doing so, he becomes a horrible dictator and murderer to hundreds of people. Mm, um, and lots like he's of different... creating a lot of enemies. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, definitely. I wonder huh. who he's fighting in Ragnarok. Yeah. Mm, maybe everybody else. Uh-huh. <laughs> All the people he pissed off. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, but yeah, so for, for Odin, um, there's even a story of like... Uh, a person who Odin wanted to marry. Um, and, and also another thing that um, that uh, kind of comes up as a mirror to Kratos um, is that Odin really wants control, right? Mm-hmm. For him, he wants to control fate, but mm-hmm. he also wants to control people. Um, and so there's a thing in Norse mythology where Odin wants to get married to Theatsi. I think I pronounced that name correctly. Yeah, Theatsi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he invited her to to get married to him, um, and in the God of War series, it has a different story than in North, Norse mythology. Is that um, in God of War four? 
Yes. Okay. Um, so it's at where those big door thingies are once they get to Jotunheim. Okay. Um, so Fiatsi says to Odin, no, I don't want to marry you. You're ugly. Odin says to her, hey, do you want to come and hunt for me? And just, I, I just want to see like what you're worth. So she says, I would love to prove like my hunting prowess, even yeah. if it is to Odin. Um, so he invites her to like one of his secret forests. She shoots and kills a eagle. Oh yeah, and I know that the story eagle now. happens to be her shapeshifting father. Um, so Odin invited her <laughs> to like kill her own dad because she didn't say yes. Oh no, was yeah. that your father? Oh, oh, ooh, that's so bad. <laughs> he flies around here at four o'clock every day. Oh, it's four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So he he loves control, and again, mm-hmm. that's another mirror for Kratos to see. Like you can't control everyone because mm-hmm. if you try this is what you end up as as a dictator as a despot as a like uh, an enemy to everyone else mm-hmm. um, so at that point odin became an enemy to theatsi um yeah so he was just seeing all of these different times when um in these relationships that these people had how he could turn out like those people which mm-hmm. i think is really cool what they did with this game like really just a lot of character development for kratos oh a huge character development going from this because you know a lot of times and i can't remember if we talked about this last time or not um but we talked about how like when you go through trauma you can either overreact yeah and become like very aggressive and um quick to attack or you can shut down and suppress your feelings and i got the sense from uh, Kratos that he would swing between those two extremes where mm-hmm. either he would mm-hmm. he repressed all his feelings or all of the rage came out there was right. like no middle ground mm-hmm. for him and then like through his relationship and adventure with the son you see those walls slowly start to mm-hmm. come down and him actually reveal his love yeah for his son yeah and I think in the previous God of War games it was all rage yeah. Like anything that happened, rah, rah, rah. yeah. What was male testosterone right. rage? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Every mm-hmm. single game, revenge. Like literally, <laughs> yeah. that's that's it. There's no uh-huh. love. There's no. It's just revenge. Um, and then God of War four. Let's go on a journey. Yeah. And God of War four was, as you were saying, the opposite of that, where he's constantly repressing this rage that he's had, yeah. and trying to preemptively repress it in mm-hmm. his son Atreus. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to even know. That this rage is possible. Like this power, I guess, is possible even. Um, so yeah, definitely. Really good point. Um, and now, I think it's time to talk about our third theme. Ooh. Oh boy. Oh, before we go into that, I had one other thing. Today is our space. sponsor. is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, our non-existent uh, uh, Patreon. Yeah. Patreon forward slash. <laughs> so... Uh, I think, too, like, the really interesting thing with Fate um, mm-hmm. is, and I think this is why we were talking earlier about, like, how when your fate is revealed, it's usually bad. And I think it's because we have a natural resistance to accepting our fate mm-hmm. with things. Um, and acceptance is such a key element um, in navigating life. Like, for instance, real world, 
everyone's going to die. <laughs> like, no, legit. not me. Not me. Spoilers. Um, not me. <laughs> Every spoilers. You are going to die. If you're listening to this, I'm gonna you're live going forever. to die. Um, and so, like, avoiding your fate, right? Like, avoiding the death. acceptance of death. Mm-hmm. right like it's a huge than... thing in society yeah like, we work like scientists work to like extend life and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. today right so and and i think like maybe some of these mythologies are a reflection of humans wrestling with their own mortality and mm-hmm. acceptance of their own faith playing out in these stories of gods mm-hmm. and in the video games yeah as well. yeah it, it reminds me even of of um star wars like how with Anakin, his big thing is I want to keep my lady alive. Um, right. I don't know if were they married. They got married. Yeah, they yeah, did yeah, at the end of episode yeah. two. It was it was very hush hush wedding. Right, right. Uh-huh. I don't um, even think her father was invited to the mm-hmm. wedding, and his father was very hurt by that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I want to keep my wife alive. You, and, you got something you want to talk about, Jason? <laughs> is this is this? I don't I don't remember that. So <laughs> I don't know if this is just, just like something you were trying to pretend as star wars but it's actually part of your life uh if you want to talk to me uh or just need to call someone there's probably a phone number for that kind well, of there's stuff. better help our new sponsor hey <laughs> hey pay us money better help if you exist yeah. we said your name we got to pay us money yeah. <laughs> uh, free advertisement uh-huh. um but anakin's like i want to con- basically i want to control life right um but in that pursuit of control um he wreaks havoc and death everywhere he goes um mm-hmm. and like commits to the bit and you know kills younglings and all that stuff uh-huh um just like robot chicken depicted have you seen the robot chicken version of that anakin mm-hmm. killing younglings no he's like gotta find my happy place gotta find <laughs> yeah, my happy I, be, I don't think he's even in there yet he's like in the he's entering the temple essentially mm. like gotta find my happy place and he's surrounded in like a gar, like a field of sunflowers that he's just mm. chopping down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but Odin um, is, as as we were talking about, trapped in a cycle of fate. Um, and the prophecy, prophecy that he sees is that um, in the in Norse mythology is that Fenrir is going to kill him. Fenrir is going to be the one that takes his life. Um, side note, very side note, in Norse mythology, Fenrir, the wolf that we see, actually we do see it in God of War, um, Ragnarok, Fenrir is Loki's child. Um, it is not, as far as, we're, we're, as far as I'm aware in the first few minutes, he is not the child of Loki. Correct. Uh, Fenrir <laughs> More is, like, you're my child now kind of thing. Yeah, so Fenrir is just a wolf in mm-hmm. God of War, Ragnarok, but in Norse mythology, Fenrir is Loki's son, and he grows to, like... Tremendous proportions in Norse mythology, um, and there's no story about that. I uh, thought he was Fenrir was also a wolf in Mo- Norse mythology, or like dog-like. He is a wolf. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Like literally a wolf. He's literally I, I a wolf. I thought so, but this talking about it made me think he's actually a human. Yeah. So no, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. His um, son is a wolf. His yeah, son yeah, yeah, is yeah. A wolf. That's what I thought at first, but the way you started describing it made me think. Um, Loki also has two other children, Hel, who lives in Hell. That makes okay, sense. Okay. Um, what is what is Norse hell? Hell. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's with one L yeah. instead of two L. Okay. Um, and his what, what is Hella? Like I don't, know. I don't know why her name was Hella, and I don't know if that's like a thing or not. I think that is. I think, think it is a thing. Yeah, I know. Mm. Like I hate mentioning it, but Thor Ragnarok. Uh, mm. 
you know, there's Hella mm. and that. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they're drawing on something. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, but Hell was born as a half god, half corpse. That's always fun. Why couldn't? Why couldn't? I mean, I feel like maybe that person would accept the thing that uh, Freya did for her kid. Maybe. Like, I don't want to be a corpse anymore, father. And then he's like, okay, we're, I learned this from this person known as Freya. Yeah. Let's do this and include mistletoe this time. I just, you know, it makes me wonder what his doctor visits are like. Mm. Uh, well, you'd be surprised because Is he last... like Two-Face where it's like split down the middle? I'm not or... sure. I'm not sure, yeah. I don't even know if Two-Face is split down the middle like or if it's just Two-Face. foot is a corpse. Uh, the left <gasps> arm is a no he so has a like foot in the grave kind of thing oh my gosh mm. but his last his last son is Jormungandr <laughs> the, the world serpent hey there Jormungandr <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's probably why uh, I have not gotten far enough in Ragnarok to know anything about the serpent if the uh, does appear but that's why the serpent in the whatever the fourth one is mm-hmm. yeah, i was like you one. look familiar yep. little boy because you're literally my dad <laughs> but, um but he gets sent back in time by thor during ragnarok oh spoilers at least in so norse that's mythology why he's like you look familiar yep. he's like yep. are you my dad but <laughs> are you <laughs> Okay, Dad, Dad, I know this is going to sound weird. I, it's already sound weird I'm calling you Dad, but listen to me. Stuff is about to get really insane. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was, that's a pretty interesting, like, just fun fun little tidbit. That is a fun little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't super come up in... None of them are fully human. No. Loki, well, human-like, I but guess. But Loki... It makes me wonder uh, who the mothers are. <laughs> Sometimes it's Loki. Loki is his own. He's sometimes the dad and sometimes the mother. <laughs> so it, 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 it stuff happens, you know. Does it's, he trick Thor? Is that what happens? He tri- is he, I don't is know. he like? Isn't it like frogs can basically like change sex? He's just and... always messing with people. Like he's just always messing. And he's like, what if I was a woman? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. just... I just he like picks up a guy. Yeah. <laughs> they they sleep together, and then the guy wakes up, and he's like, all oh, man. What's <laughs> 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 going? Yeah. And then he's like, I'm pregnant. He's like, oh, it's a wolf. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just some weird stuff. I didn't look too much into how all that works, um, but it works. Inquiring minds want. <laughs> this is important research here. We need answers. Doctors hate him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all that stuff happens. Um, the tenth doctor. But uh, instead, because Loki isn't there in the God of War series. Mm-hmm. Um, the prophecy says that the giants now kill Odin. So he kills all of them. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of them. So that's how we get into like the beginning of, of God of War. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's with the fate stuff. Um, but yeah. It happens. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. There we go. There we go. We did it. We did it. So... Yeah. Um, no, yeah. so you're you're right. So like, uh, Odinson basically kills the giant. But I thought, um, well, he has Thor do it. But we're right, yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah. Uh, His lieutenant. But isn't Loki also part giant? Yes. Because isn't he called like Jotun's son or something like that? 
and Norse mythology. His mother's his mother in the game is part giant. I know. I'm talking about like giant. actual Norse mythology. Yes, like yeah. he's Jotun, mm-hmm. Jotun son or like, something I, like that. Like Odin adopts him or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's Marvel, but I don't know. If that's uh, I just assume that's the same thing. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah, know I don't know. know. I, like a conquest kind of thing. He kills mm-hmm. all the giants and. I don't know, in Norse mythology. I'm making stuff up as I go right now. Uh, Oh, total random side note, but speaking of uh, the original Thor movie where he, like, adopts, it, to me, have you guys ever wondered that, like, blue giant that's in the movie, uh, is that Loki's dad in the movie? Mm. You know what I mean? Ragnarok? No, no, not Ragnarok. The original Thor movie. Go back and watch it. There's, like, the main blue giant that they all interact with. I've always wondered, like, is that Loki's dad? Hmm. Right Loki's there? under uh, under the employ of Thanos at this point, right? Not at the very uh, beginning of the story, I don't think. Okay. Because uh, he once he like flies off into uh, when he, when they like teleport him up, and mm-hmm. Loki just decides to jump off into the void. I okay. think that's when he starts to serve Thanos. Okay. Is that point? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, random side note. With it, but yeah. So in the game, then too, uh, he's part giant. Mm-hmm. So the prophecy still would hold. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's it was a giant that killed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Fenrir, well, I guess giant dog, but Fenrir was the one that was supposed to kill him. But I guess Fenrir even is part giant because yeah, Loki's part yeah. giant. Yeah. yeah, like it's still it's getting more diluted, but he's still yeah there. Yeah, yeah, he's like. Kind of like twelve percent trying to find the descendant of someone, someone way long in the past to kill someone, and they got like the one percent or less of that. But it works. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it still counts. It's uh-huh. kind of like when you, you know, like we've all had the friend who's like, "Yeah, I'm actually Native American." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. you know, they're like two percent Native mm. American. Fun story about that. <laughs> so I was born in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, what you were born in Alaska? I had no yeah. idea. That's crazy. Uh, I kind of assumed, I think it was something like, I believed I was an Eskimo, because I equivalated that, like, nat- I was, I'm a native of Alaska, I'm yeah. a Native American kind of thing, so I'm an Eskimo, right? Yeah. I never, never really came up a lot, but it came up once in, like, 7th grade, and it, or 6th grade, and it ended, because there was an actual Eskimo in my class, yeah. and he just destroyed me verbally. Mm. <laughs> well, it's really funny, because if for those of you who've never seen Travis before, he's this like really tall white dude with red hair. Uh, it's like not it looks like a native. No, no, I definitely don't look like that. But I just like little kid me was had little kid logic, and I'm mm-hmm. like that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But speaking of family and uh, family, family. family. <laughs> <laughs> nothing stronger than it. Um. Broken relationships. Yes. Who doesn't like a good old broken relationship? Everybody loves it. Everybody That's why we it. like reality TV. Am exactly. I right? Uh-huh. We like to see people suck. Mm. I just want to see all your petty drama displayed for millions to watch so mm. that we can all laugh at you. Bite yeah. size. Bite size. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I don't have all that like time to better. watch a full, mo- a full episode. Give yeah. me like two minute clip and we're good. Clip it. That's what the recaps are for. <laughs> clip it. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, broken relationships, our favorite topic. Right. Um, so the, the writers of God of War um, kind of envelop Kratos and, and Atreus into this 
uh, world full of broken relationships in order to like change and challenge them. Um, so as we kind of talked about, A, Loki is an agent of change. Um, and in the Norse mythology, it's because he's just a devious little trickster guy um, yeah. that can be a man or a woman or a dog <laughs> or a tell. whatever he wants. Um, and in God of War, it's not his like mischievous nature, but it's really the fact that he's a growing like boy and teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, so because he's like all angsty and unstable and unpredictable, that is what is kind of a driving force. And also, as we've talked about, sort of those mirrors of the other relationships in the story. So mm-hmm. every relationship in the story, um, and it's interesting because we have three main ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Thor with Magnus and Modi. Okay. Then it's Freya with Balder. And then it's Brock and Sindri. Um, so really those three relationships are both kind of mirrors for um, Atreus and Kratos uh, in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but the writers kind of use those relationships to change and challenge, again, our, our main characters, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. And a little bit of element of like a f- foreshadow of what could be. Exactly. Did you? Side uh, note, yeah. I realized this at the very beginning. Um, the dwarves in World of Warcraft, what's their accent? That's like a Scottish Dang it. Never mind. Because yeah. their leader, well, for the longest time, their leader in the games was Magni Bronzebeard. Mm. And so I actually, that's why you might have saw me get my phone because I'm like, was there a Modi Bronzebeard too? Mm. Uh, as that far as I can tell. Been pretty clever. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But I, then I started it. thinking, like, they're in the snow. Their capital is underneath a mountain yeah, in the snow. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Are th- and then I was like, I can't, I don't know what they're exactly their accent is. It's not, it can't be. Norwegian or like any kind of Norse kind of accent, right? Swedish. I hope not. I, hope not. I really hope not. <laughs> you got my attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Kratos. Yes. When he was a boy. 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 <laughs> uh, when Kratos was a boy, um, any compassion was viewed as weakness. Right, any compassion. Mm-hmm. Right, he did love his brother. He did love his wife, um, but especially with his brother, like they, they, their bond was that they fought together, not like that they supported each other necessarily, other than fighting. They right? didn't validate each other's feelings right. or show empathy towards each other. They just right. killed people. They together. killed people together. Sweet. Um, and so, what a perfect relationship. Right, it's just, this this model relationship for all brothers out there. Um, <laughs> But in God of War 4, what Kratos' journey is, is one, loosing his hold on the control of both the truth and, like, of his son. Um, But then also loosing his hold on um, that mindset, that compassion is a weakness. So he learns, like, he starts as a god who's trying to hide his godhood, but eventually he learns that being human isn't just hiding your godhood it's being compassionate um and being a father you know to your kid your son yeah um so that's what uh, kratos learns through the story um and by looking at um these other people so by looking at freya who's controlling her son by keeping him immortal um he's saying i don't want to do that to my kid and he, he was also killing his kid with the god virus thingy that was all weird (laughs) Um, so he's like i don't want to do that to my kid and i don't want him actively want him to die so i have to tell him 
Mm-hmm. So he does something he hadn't done for the whole game, which is tell him, you're a god, boy. <laughs> you know, um, and stuff like that. Um, loosing his control and, again, loosing his idea that compassion is weakness. Atreus then starts as a human who is very compassionate, doesn't want to kill things, finds it really hard to kill things. Even with his first kill of a human, it takes like, the scene is like five minutes long, maybe three minutes long, where he's like shaking right. yeah, um, and shaken, you know, emotionally. He's like, I, I, I killed him. And his dad is just mm-hmm. like, let it, let it go. What's the problem? I don't, I don't yeah, know. What's I don't, why would you repress your feelings yeah. like I am? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, but like it really, really rattles him. Um, and a tr- like Kratos is like, I told you you shouldn't have come on this journey. And stuff like that. Um, weak. Yeah, weak. <laughs> Boy, pathetic. Um, Boy, pathetic. Oh, uh, but he's, this is again before that transformation of his mindset into compassion. Right. But with um, Atreus, he goes from that to someone who learns about his godhood. And mm-hmm. then his mindset shifts into, because I'm a god, I can do whatever I want. There are no consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he immediately, unfortunately, immediately takes on this mindset of the past gods of Kratos' pantheon and even of Norse, Norse pantheon because he hasn't had any experience or frame of reference. Right. Right, so because he hasn't seen any of the mistakes, he's like, "Oh, cool." So you're saying I can do whatever I want. That's sick. That's great. Well, and not only that too, but you know, he lost his mom at the beginning of the story, and mm-hmm. he's left with his abusive father, mm-hmm. um, who he doesn't trust, he doesn't like. I mean, mm-hmm. you see them going at it, and him saying, "I wish it was mom and not mm-hmm. you," like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, so there's there's a lot of stuff going on there that you would understand when you find out you're a god, why he would lash yeah. out so angrily. And uh, I'm really glad you mentioned his mom because the only thing that he saw of his father, especially at this point, was murder and death, mm-hmm. right? And so especially he doesn't necessarily like his dad, but he still, as all kids do, wants his dad's approval. Right. So once he learns, oh, we're gods, then he's like, oh, that violent stuff, that's me, that's yeah, me right I there. I can do that. I can yeah. do that, and I should do that because mm-hmm. my dad did that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so his dad had his shifted mindset, but he still has that ten or however I don't really remember how old he is. However many years of experience seeing his dad only coming back killing things, and then even this journey that they've been on, his dad has been killing things out the wazoo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can imagine for Kratos as well, like looking at his son and going, "Oh God, that was me." Yep, <laughs> like that was that was my first three video yep. games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, am I gonna die? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in danger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely really cool to see how. Um, that relationship between Freya and Balder is sort of mirrored, especially that one is mirrored by Kratos and Atreus. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also um, Magnus and Modi. Um, so the thing that I think they really showed Kratos was like the weight of expectation um, from the parent to child. Mm-hmm. And so with Kratos, one of the things that you saw, especially at the beginning of the game, but it got less and less over time, but still definitely was present, was like, hey, um, we're going out to hunt, right? And then Atreus shot a deer, and he missed. And Kratos says, immediately, he says, like, um, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you had the shot, your hand was unsteady, and things of that nature. Just really 
belittling uh, and mm-hmm. demeaning uh, Atreus for like the whole the whole game. Um, yeah, happens yeah. all well, the time. Atreus even thinks of himself because like you have your huge hulking father mm-hmm. who's just a beast. Yep. And then there's you, this scrawny little kid uh, that's always being like belittled and put down mm-hmm. with it. But you also get to see some of his strengths. Like you get to see some of his mother coming out when he's like able to go and he's like able to read all these like signs and magic spells Mm -hmm. and whatnot on and even sometimes like he's able to come up with creative solutions Mm -hmm. in the game um you see like the the intelligence the wit the the elements that really make loki able to do what he's what he does in like norse mythology Mm -hmm. because he's a very witty intelligent sly character Mm -hmm yeah yeah and um and that one of course like the way that, that comes across with magnus and modi is one of them it shows like one of them gets all the praise and the other one gets none of it and so by showing that especially with kratos it's like you you haven't said one positive thing about your kid and then it shows like this is what that's going to look like um eventually you know because mm-hmm. you're still again this hulking mass of red and white um <laughs> So maybe it's not saying necessarily that you're going to beat your kid up like Modi was. Um, but emotionally, he's just going to be this desolate wasteland of, mm-hmm. of emotions, you know, um, mm-hmm. that gets no support and no love from his father. Um, and so that really, uh, I think that came about much more in the end. But eventually you do get to see him um, just, and I think it's so funny me watching it, but like when he starts complimenting his son, it hits really hard again because he hasn't been doing it for the past uh-huh. eight hours that you've been playing. Right. And so when he's like, "Well done, boy," you're just like, mm, "Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Dad." Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, it, mm. something about like someone pointed out um, throughout the game, the, that game, um, whenever you start climbing on stuff, mm-hmm. uh, Atreus immediately like basically teleports yeah. onto your back, essentially. And at the very end of the game, um, instead of him being on, I believe, I might be mistaken, but mm. instead of him being on Kratos' back, he's actually doing stuff on his own mm. kind of thing. He's doing, he's not on his back climbing stuff. He's Absolutely. climbing with Kratos yep. at that point. So. Yeah, yeah, actually, um, which we talked about it last time, the, the end fight scene. Mm-hmm. That's like the big time when that happens, so... Yeah, um, when all the stuff, like... Yeah, it all culminates in yeah, that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so there's... Atreus runs up, grabs onto his father's wrist, and then his father, like, yeets him up onto the top of this giant weird monster thing that comes out of left field. Um, <laughs> and then they're, they're fighting, but it's not just as the game has kind of gone. It's like Kratos fighting and Atreus just in the background. They're actually fighting together as, mm-hmm. a, as a unit. Um, which is really, really cool cohesive to see. Unit. Exactly, cohesive unit. <laughs> um, uh, but then also, of course, there's just the relationship between. I think it's not as strong of a correlation, but between um, what's his name, Sindri and and Brock, uh, they're two brothers really that um, hate each other's guts at the beginning. Yeah, they hate each other's guts because they're like, I'm better than him, and then no, I'm better than him, and I do stuff better than him. No, I do stuff better than him. Um, and they just become estranged. Um, so I think that is really just a testament to like, your son's going to hate you and you're going to have to separate. Mm-hmm. Um, so either it's, you're going to die violently because your son is going to kill you again because of this curse of patricide, or you're literally just going to separate. 
She's going to yeah. put you in a nursing home and you're never going to see him again. Yeah. Like, it would just be really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it showed a lot of different potential options for how your relationship could play out, mm-hmm. um, which I think was really cool. Um, but that leads me to my favorite moment. Um, which is which was at the very end. I kind of hinted at it last time we talked, um, but by saving Atreus, um, Kratos saving Atreus, like telling him the truth, like you're you're a go- you're a god boy, um, boy, right? By doing that, he's he also you're a god now, <laughs> uh, a big god now. Yeah, a big god now. Yeah, I'm yeah. a big god now. <laughs> <laughs> but by doing that, it's cool because he kind of touches on all three of the themes that we've talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by telling him you are a God, he saved his son's life. Um, but he potentially ended the cycle of patricide, mm-hmm. um, by like just being open and honest and eventually growing to be more emotionally available with his son. Yeah. Um, so his son doesn't want to kill him. Yeah. Not only that, but kind of like with, uh, the two dwarves, like the dwarves, by the end of the game, they resolved their differences, mm-hmm. and then they made like incredible weaponry mm-hmm. for that neither one of them could have made on their own, right. kind of thing. But you kind of see that in um, Kratos and uh, his son because by the end, they're like a fighting cohesive unit, mm-hmm. and they're much stronger than they were yeah. at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, and then also they avoid again just the fate of that patricide. Right. Um, it's funny because they learn more about fate at the end of the game, but at least with this, in the in regards to this, um, they they avoid that fate of you're gonna kill your dad. And Kratos directly talks to Atreus because when Kratos kills Balder, Atreus is like, "Is this all that that it is? Like just sons killing their fathers and their mothers?" And Kratos is like, "No, we're gonna be better than that." Yeah, right. And like yeah. directly directly talks to him about. That cycle that's mm-hmm. been in like that familial curse, which I think is really right. cool. Well, and Atreus gets exposed to that too when they go to I think it's hell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like he sees like the visions of the past starting mm-hmm. to play out, yeah. and like you see Kratos like really like sh- shaking on a level you've never Absolutely. seen before. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of freaked out. There's a time there. when he freezes. Like he the, he has the scene directly in front of him, and Atreus is like, "Come on, we gotta go!" And Kratos is like, "You saw." You saw it. Yeah. But he's like, saw what? We gotta go. We're gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think that was a real turning point in their relationship mm-hmm. too because it was exposing all the fears that Kratos had mm-hmm. towards his son and yeah. his son's starting to like see and acknowledge, mm-hmm. you know, even acknowledging his father's own humanity mm-hmm. a little bit. And as you said, like it was a fear. Like he yeah. was paralyzed by that. Um, so it wasn't just like, yeah, I just want to control my son. You know, yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. it's chill. I just want to control him. You know, he was genuinely afraid of his son becoming like him. Yeah. Um, and even himself being like his past self, you know. Mm-hmm. So definitely really cool to see, like, just, again, that character develop. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. in, in him and in Atreus. Um, but uh, when he saves his son from that fate, he also inadvertently saves himself from that fate from dying like at the hands of his son which is pretty cool um or i guess having to like fight his son and potentially kill his son so even that would be bad um Mm -hmm. but 
uh, and he has like this whole speech, which I think is really cool. It's like, uh, you will listen and not speak. He's like, I am your father. You are rash, insubordinate, churlish, uh, <laughs> and quick to temper and stuff like that. It's Good really great. Shit, he uh, but it's great because it's also like, it's still him. Like he's still pretty blunt about it, but he's directly communicating with his son about these things, mm-hmm. um, which is which no other character except for maybe like Magnus and Modi, not Magnus and Modi, um, Sindri and Brock have yeah. done, um, which is was it was just great. Um, but the last scene that I loved was um, when they were at Jormungandr, not Jormungandr, that's a snake, um, the world serpent, Jotunheim, Jotunheim, that's the word. Um, and they were scattering the ashes. Or they were going to scatter the ashes. So they got there. Atreus Finally. has the bag, right? What Game you start end. to do. Right? Yeah. I was like, I was like eight hours in. I'm like, when are we going to drop yeah. off these ashes? <laughs> so we get to the top. Atreus has the bag. And he goes, here you go, father. Here's our mother. You can scatter the ashes because you're like the, the father. You get to do you're it. the household. Head of the household or something. Head of the know. table. Kratos looks at Atreus. And he says... No, we do it together, mm-hmm. son. Mm. It's the first time and the only time in the whole game he calls him son. And I think that's amazing because it does two things. One, like he, uh, throughout the whole game, as we know, he calls him boy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even he calls him Atreus. Mm-hmm. But it's or a Traders. difference. It's so different um, calling him boy versus and and even atreus because boy anybody can call him boy yeah anybody can call any boy boy that's a general thing anybody can call him atreus because that's his name Mm -hmm. right but it's different when at because at this point he not only said like we're going to we're going to do this together but he acknowledged and accepted atreus like in the best way he could have by calling him son. Yeah, and not only that, but he acknowledges his role as exactly. a father, yeah. you know, because he's had such a poor role model in his life. And even as a father himself, mm-hmm. losing his daughter, I think that was part of what held him back from Atreus was that role as a father and also why he was so quick to give it to his wife at the time yeah. because he was afraid. Mm-hmm. Afraid, of, so, maybe even like afraid of losing Atreus too. Yeah, yeah like hurting him, right? Like he lost his daughter. Like is, maybe there's something in there. He lost her like, twice. Yeah. Yeah, twice. Yeah, true. He's like, it's just going to be the same thing with this yeah. kid. Yeah, you know, so I could certainly see the reluctance. But mm-hmm. so like it, 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 it's, that's what's cool and so good about the writing is it's multifaceted, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's so... That one word has so many layers yeah. mm-hmm. to it that just carries such a weight. Mm-hmm. It's just great storytelling. Yeah. So that was definitely, like, the whole game, I was like, well, first of all, when we had the fight scene, the, when they both fought together, I was like, yes! Yes! <laughs> but at that point, I definitely started crying. Even yeah. as a amorphous cloud, I do have tears. <laughs> yeah, it's called Raid. Yeah. Raid dropped, keep falling on my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, definitely, for me, that's like my game of the decade, probably. Oh, yeah. It's a great game. I love that game. Yeah. I just wish it didn't take so long to drop off those stupid ashes. Yeah. <laughs> Golly, can't we just... I remember... Um... This mountain's tall enough. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh... No, it has to be the oh, highest. Bigger! Bigger! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's great stuff. Anything else you had there, or was that kind of covering everything... 
Um, that's pretty much most of it. I think there was like a couple of things, but kind of minor things with Tyr, the um, Norse god of war. But then I think just the overarching story. Because there are yo, a couple. Huh. Yo, yo, prediction for God of War Ragnarok. Even though it's already out. No, because I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen all of it. And yet. we're gonna mm. take your word on it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who else are you gonna take it on? But Tears Kratos sent back in time. Well, I mean, time travel does exist. Yeah, but that means he was already a god. Who? What do you mean? Tears gone by this point, right? He's not. No, alive. no, because I thought he stole. Um, Ares, the god of war's power, right? And that's what made him into a god. Yeah, but then but then in God of War in God of War Ragnarok or a future one, if Ragnarok doesn't actually happen by the end of God of War Ragnarok, um Loki somehow sends the Kratos back and he becomes Tyr. Because Tyr it was shown throughout the that game to like travel between worlds and all this other stuff and basically did his own thing. Like Kratos. Oh. So Maybe that's an interesting theory. Actually, uh-huh. it's it's very far out there, but it has plausibility to it. Mm. However, minor, I think. Kratos was born a, a demigod. He was born. Yeah, he but was that a, was because of Zeus, though, right? Yeah, so he was an illegitimate kid from. Yeah, Zeus, yeah. Right? See, yeah, that, but when that he would became, actually make me think now that yeah, that can't be possible. But when he became God of War, he got like Ares' power, so he was three fourths god or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the the last thing is just like the what I think is cool is cool about God of War is just um, especially once we hit this fourth one, is um, that it, your past doesn't matter. And I think that's just a, a pretty cool message to have across the board and to hopefully continue throughout uh, God of War Ragnarok is just like well not that your past doesn't matter, but that you aren't necessarily defined yeah. by your past. So, and you can grow from those experiences. Yeah, grow, change. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I agree with that. It's it's an the character depth is it's such a stark contrast to the first three games, right? Like it's all just like it's kind of it kind of reminds me of like Gears of War, where it's like ah, we're all like Doom. macho, like amazingly testosterone driven people, mm. and then it becomes like a much more thoughtful, complex. Uh, Gears of War 3 <laughs> becomes like, ah, everyone's dying! <laughs> well, I feel like Gears of War 4 tried to do that, and it did not work. It did not work, yeah, because you, did, you didn't have the three, the two games before building up everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah, other interesting note, too. So I, I haven't seen anything about uh, God of War 5 yet, but... Freya, when I was going through and like listening to some of the lore behind, she, if I remember correctly, was actually a Valkyrie at one point, mm. and I think she actually led the Valkyries at one point. So it's not that she can't fight; she, she chooses, chooses not, not to fight. Mm. So I'm actually now that she is super ticked, curious to see what happens in God of War Five if she's actually going to go back to her roots with that and become a Valkyrie again. Mm. <clears throat> don't tell me either one of you but if my theory holds hmm. i'm a genius there we go <laughs> and if i'm not i'm just an idiot with a microphone <laughs> you're an idiot with a microphone yeah let's be real <laughs> either way <laughs> <laughs>
We're all idiots on this blessed day. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and with that being said, I think we wrapped up our episode of Dorky and Desperate. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Next week, uh, if Jason and Omen watch all over 1,000 episodes of One Piece, we'll have a talk about One Piece next <laughs> Sunday. Otherwise, we will be off. This coming, we won't be recording one for. Yeah, I, I, we come back next week. I'm like, I haven't slept in seven days. <laughs> I had five TVs on yeah. at the same time. <laughs> no, you, you're absolutely right. We're going to be off for the Thanksgiving holidays. Lots of us are going to be traveling, seeing family, friends, relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't expect an episode after that. But I'm thinking, Travis, we might do an episode on Elder Scrolls. We got to get the old person in here to get him scrolling. So, oh yeah, there you the go. The oldest internet joke, one of the <laughs> oldest internet jokes I saw on like a funny meat, funny image aggregator was that just a dude, old dude scrolling for a long time, but then it just said <laughs> Elder Scrolls. <laughs> oh my. That's so bad. Uh huh. Omen, as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you for leaving your allegory and coming here to uh, spend time with us. Of course. Uh, I'm sure in all your journeys across the world, you've seen a lot of things, but we appreciate your time here. Uh, Travis, where can people find us? As far as I'm aware, as of this time, Twitter is still standing. So you can find (laughs) us on Twitter at dorky underscore desperate. By the time this releases, who knows? Uh, Like I said last time, people never really considered Twitter dying before and now everyone is considering Twitter dying. So that's a scary proposition of itself. The time is 4.14 on Sunday, November 20th. So let's see Thank what you, happens Corner. between now and <laughs> the time this episode gets released. And we... I really want Twitter to stay. Please stay, Twitter. I don't mm. think it's going to stay. Maybe it will die in a year or so. But I think I heard... I'm pretty sure I heard that uh, the interest rate that whatever elon has to pay for twitter is yearly interest alone is one billion dollars so yeah but he kind of got himself into that right so i don't like how do you you just got interest that's not that's not that's not the whatever the whatever it's called i don't remember what it's called I'm glad it's just not us little people getting raked over the coals by interest. You know what I mean? I mean, it, everyone's <laughs> right. information that's on Twitter is going to probably get sold at that point. So no, It's already being sold, but... Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so... Anyways, so... Yeah, we have our Twitter. <laughs> Twitter at dorky underscore desperate. Send us a tweet. Like our stuff. Retweet our stuff. We post there every week thereabouts about our episode coming out we also have our link tree on our profile picture not profile picture our profile info uh give us a follow over there we also have an email uh in case twitter goes down now dorky and desperate at gmail.com send us all your thoughts what what kind of bread have you made today what was the what was the recipe how much you hate jason for bailing on me last week and (laughs) we'll see you next time on dorky and desperate bye